Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. podcast. Ah, we're super excited for the specimens we're bringing on this evening. Some would say the group of people we have on tonight are a little bit of a theatrical group. So we're super excited for that. We are also at 47 followers following the podcast. Wow. So remember, our goal is 50. Once we hit 50, we'll be giving away some free moich. So make sure, hit the follow button, share the podcast, share it with your friends. Uh, You definitely want to win some of that camp moich. But without further ado, yeah, I think we can invite our first guest on. This staff member has been with camp quite a while. We are happy to welcome none other than Little Petite Oats. Hi, I'm super excited to be on the podcast. Hello, everybody. So, Oats, for those at home that might not know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself to all of us? Yeah, um, my name is Oats. I see him pronouns. I have uh, worked with camp for quite a while, and um, my history with camp even goes all the way back to uh, when I was a little camper. Um, I did outdoor school and also did a little bit of summer camp at camp. And I was a counselor for a little bit, kind of got a little interrupted by COVID. Um, Yeah, but uh, then I came back um, right after I finished high school and um, became a staff member. And I've been having kind of just the best time ever since. How did you choose your camp name? Um, I chose my camp name. I had like a long list of camp names. Um, I really should have brought them, uh, but it's somewhere buried in my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose my camp name, um, kind of the morning of, um, I had some that I was narrowing down to, and then, um, I was heading off to be a counselor for my very first outdoor school week. And, um, my mom made oatmeal because I was really busy getting ready. My mom's <laughs> awesome. And she made oatmeal and I was like, huh, oats is kind of a solid name. I don't really have any qualms with it at all and um so then it i put it on the list it was kind of part of the final two um and then i asked otter and i was like i'm between these two names and she's like oats oats 100 percent yeah she's do you think you would table. ever change your camp name um i'm pretty happy with oats i think i think living with that name um has now proved just like one issue or maybe two issues actually one of them is that it's it's kind of rough having a one syllable name because every time someone makes a sound that sounds roughly like oats, <laughs> I will turn my head. Um, <clears throat> and I know a lot of people have that problem um, with their like one syllable name and stuff. I have a problem with my regular name with that as well. Um, the only issue is that it's very hard to like draw or personify or mm. make it do a little cute thing that's uh, like other than like a bowl of mush or like a, <laughs> or like a weird looking seed. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think the bag of oats is a fun little visual, but I'm not Cute. too too fired up about it. I think that's the only issue that I have with it. So I don't think that I would ever change it. Oh. Yeah. What if someone was like forcing you to change your name? What, what would like the person that comes to mind, what would you change your name? Or to? if you remember, what was that <laughs> other name on your list? That other name on the list, I don't think I would change my name to it. Um, I would probably have to like give myself 24 hours to think of like a better name than oats or a name that is, um, that can rival oats for me um if somebody was forcing me to change my name um that other name that was on the list that i was kind of giving otter to choose from and give her opinion on was clay whoa Um, my mom said in her opinion that that is a um a real life 40 year old man name yeah she said that she went to school with people named clay um (laughs) and she said that 
Um, she's like, Oats is a name that people will not have as like a normal name, mm-hmm. um, as like a, their, their mortal name. And yeah. so she's like, you know, she's like, you can be a, a regular bloke named <laughs> any day. Um, and you can even run into a real life play. And then Otters said the same thing. And she was like, oh, Steve. You know? Yeah, Oats is so cute. Yeah. It suits you so well. Yeah. How do you feel about the nickname Oat? Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, Little Oat. Now, for the viewers at home, this is a newer nickname that came about last year. None of it by yours truly, actually. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about Little Oat, Petite Oat, or Little Petite just Oat? Oat as a three-letter word. Yeah, I think... Oat as a three-letter word, it kind of has some um, oomph to it, it <laughs> in a sense. It, it's a little bit like, it feels more like a statement than oats, because oats, it has that S on the end, and mm-hmm. so it kind of trails off. Um, and so I think, strangely, shortening the name makes it a little bit more of like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hard to describe. I'm not a like English major person <laughs> at all. Um, and so I don't really know what, how, like what makes it so different, but I think with oat, um, I think it is kind of more of like a solid thing in a sense, which I think is funny. And I think with the petite oat, the little petite oat, the Tino Tino oat, Mm -hmm. the petite and little oat, um, I think all those nicknames are really fun. I think they're endearing. Um, you know, I think from my point of view, um, you know, part of the reason why the littlestness is is because I'm quite short. (laughs) (laughs) One one could say that. that. Yeah, I'm pretty short. And um, I know that a lot of people and specifically like guys and stuff can sometimes feel pretty negatively about being short and stuff. And in my opinion, it's kind of like you can approach it from, um, you know, I'm going to be living with this height for the rest of my life. Like, and so I might as well either feel neutral about it or Mm. try to make you feel good about it yeah and i just really don't see any use in like feeling upset about it mm-hmm. um because usually it's not very inconvenient once in a while i can't reach something but other than that like i think it is really charming when people also see it as endearing mm-hmm. and take the neutrality into like you know being positive and nice about it and stuff mm-hmm. um and so in that sense like i think it's all about owning it and stuff mm-hmm. and the people around me helping me do that which i think is really fun for sure wow yeah. so sweet yeah. so oats you have been around camp for a while you've seen it in many phases as a little camper as a little counselor and now as a little staff member mm-hmm. so <laughs> what like what all have you seen from camp like how's it changed over the years like what is maybe some memorable moments from when you were a camper mm-hmm. and what are some things maybe that have changed now that you're a staff member? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a lot of things. Um, I think some of it is just um, being more intentional about like um, making sure that everyone feel feels welcome. Um, like from the point of view of like a person who's transgender. And so like when I was a camper, I was in a girl's cabin. Um, and so I saw like a different side than people who were in a boys cabin who are now mm-hmm. like male staff members. Um, and I think, um, camp has become like a lot more inclusive. I don't think it was ever actively exclusive of people who were like gender diverse. Um, I think we do like support our counselors really well. Um, I think like, you know, just thinking about how staff have been, able to like have you know varying degrees of off time and stuff I think um everybody has like you know a very workable schedule um now more than ever I think that allows people to have like uh, a more fun time at camp um Mm. and stuff and I think there's also like more of a variety of people here at camp 
that make people feel um, welcome and seen and like represented in the staff and stuff. So I think that's getting better like every year. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, lots of things for that one. <laughs> Thinking about your first week as a instructor, staff member, you know, whatever, compared to now as we're, you know, rounding out about a year of you mm-hmm. being a staff member, uh, staff member or instructor, what do you think has changed the most about you from that first week, like, you know, to now? Yeah, I think um, a big thing is, I don't think I was going into the first week as an instructor being uncomfortable working with kids. Obviously I was like comfortable enough to take this job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was like kind of worried about not always being able to solve every issue um, mm-hmm. and not having every answer. And now I know that it's like those answers build and that, that like finesse builds over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't always need to have all the answers. And it's okay to reach out for help and like consult people on mm-hmm. like, what they would do because sometimes people have just seen that scenario or maybe they have they have like a lived experience that they can relate to you know something that a kid is going through um and then they can use that to give you advice or they have you know they just have some experience or, or some thoughts that would be helpful and it's oh so it's okay to consult your coworkers mm-hmm. and see what they would do for a situation for sure um i also think in terms of instructing um especially over this past you know spring season recently um, probably because of the macroinvertebrates lesson for the folks listening, how the mm-hmm. macroinvertebrates lesson goes. Um, I have become extremely, I've, I've, I think I've gotten over my fear almost entirely of um, teaching a lesson or leading an activity that involves materials. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who do not know, I teach the theater weekly during the summer mm-hmm. and I will be doing that again this summer. Um, I work extremely hard to make the theater weekly basically a zero material weekly, which <laughs> sometimes works and is really fun. And other times kids are looking over at recycled art being like, dang, I wish I could make a pinata. <laughs> and I think with the macros weekly, I really kind of discovered, or not the way macros weekly, the macros with the macros uh, lesson. exploration lesson, um, that has really taught me like, you know, to not embrace the chaos, but figure out a way to realize that the chaos of having materials with kids and such um, can still be worth it and enrich things and stuff. Um, and I think that overall has taught me a lot of like patience and ability to like finesse a lesson to, and like change things to make it work for the group of kids, um, and communicate so that I'm not like barking at them and stuff Mm -hmm. and just make things come across easier, even though there's materials and like added like difficulty with kids, like screwing around with them and not listening to what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I think I've gotten over that fear, and that's the biggest thing for me right now yeah. is that I'm no longer afraid of using materials. Some would say that you're not a material girl. Yeah, I. Well, here's the thing: I started off not as a material girl. I was <laughs> I was a minimalist and not a material girl. Um, and now I would say that I am nearing my era as a material girl. Wow! Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned earlier that you feel like counselors are really well supported. Mm-hmm. So in your experience as an instructor, working with counselors, having those mentees, mm-hmm. has there been maybe a common thread you've seen among your mentees, like the ones that you've worked with? Mm-hmm. Has there been anything that you've kind of noticed about them? Or I think um, a common thread that I see is definitely, um, how do I put this? I think there's a couple, but one of them is definitely like the way that self-care can play into your ability to like um, navigate camp successfully. Um, I think sometimes people see the counselor role as like 
um, they take the selflessness too far. Mm-hmm. You know, they take mm-hmm. the, um, the having it be like, oh, you're giving up a week of your life. It's like, that doesn't mean that you don't have to like take your breaks as breaks and you don't mm-hmm. have to, and like, and like, you know, um, be perfect all the time and, um, you know, like not ask for help. It's like, sometimes it's your first time out here, or sometimes you are just, you're a high schooler and, and you don't have all the answers because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're 16. And so it's like, I see a common thread of people, um, you know, f- feeling like they maybe need to take on too much or feeling like they need to take the selflessness too far into like not allowing them self-care, not allowing them a moment of, um, of you know, taking care of themselves because that can make them a better counselor if they mm. take care of themselves well. So I think that that's like a, a first mistake that I see a lot of times, um, or just like a thing that people end up doing. And it is out of like the goodness of their heart. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, it's just, it's just something that'll, that'll bite you in the back later. Yeah. And, and so like on a similar note, like you kind of answered it already, but I'd love to hear if you have anything to add as someone who's been a counselor, as someone who's been a staff member working with counselors, is there any advice you would give to counselors who maybe are coming out for the first time or maybe are longtime counselors who are seeking growth? What advice would you give to them? Mm-hmm. Something that I've, that's made camp like feel a lot more natural and enjoyable. And then also like, um, kind of just wholesome for me, um, that I've discovered this year and that I think is applicable to staff members and counselors um, is when you're interacting with kids, like a lot of times, even if they're younger, um, if you interact with them, obviously in, in appropriate ways, like you would like any other person mm-hmm. where you are coming at them from like a place of like, oh yeah, dude, I totally get it. Um, and not like, hello, little baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, um, like if you're coming at them, like they are like, well, I'm not going to finish my fugitive project on time and da, 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 instead of being like, well, it seems like you're going to have to just figure it out. <laughs> you can come at it from like someone feeling stressed about like not finishing a project on time that they care about or feeling it's like, it is a, it is a fuse bead that is like, you know, just a scrumbly mess, but they really want to get it ironed, like mm-hmm. treating their feelings as, as, you know, real human feelings and stuff and seeing it as that instead of like, a, I need to get this kid out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead like talking to them, like you would a friend, like that's mm-hmm. your age obviously again keeping it camp appropriate um but like from from conversations where you're helping them solve an issue to just like you know ask them how their day is if you talk to them in that way you will connect with them so fast because it will feel natural because they'll be like that's how he talks to dice that's how he talks to his friends Mm -hmm. you know that's that's how you know that staff member that's how oats talks to the other adults and they will mm. feel so empowered and so seen and so that they will feel like a natural connection can you know ensue and it will mm-hmm. and so um just letting your true self interact with the counselors like you would any other person or mm-hmm. not the counselors the, the campers mm-hmm. letting your true self interact with the campers can go a long way in camper connection mm-hmm. you know? yeah. wow words of wisdom yeah. Yeah. yeah what would you say is your favorite part of being an instructor or a staff member Hmm. I mean, I've always been a person that really likes problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's like kind of a cliche, a cliche thing to say. Um, uh, but I've always really liked problem solving. Um, I 
used to really want to work in like a professional like restaurant kitchen sort of situation like a professional culinary setting and I still really do love cooking but what I found out was that I really liked working as a team Mm -hmm. um I kind of liked that productive stress that fast-paced environment where everybody is creating um not just something artistic Mm -hmm. but an experience Mm -hmm. and that's really how I got into theater and then in a sense um camp really does feel like you're running a show because you are Mm -hmm. um and you get into a really good groove with it there's like you know everyone has their little roles and stuff obviously it's very spelled out with the schedule and things but um everyone has their little things that they do and people get into grooves but then everyone plays the role in a different in a slightly different way like you'll have counselors singing you know a certain song at campfire um or leading a cabin and you know going through those like steps of of like getting those happens to connect with each other to getting those kids to connect with each other but they do it in their own special little way and so it's like somebody is playing like you know the same role in a play but slightly different in their own way adding their own extra flair mm-hmm. and so I think it's like the kind of creating an experience in kind of an artistic and kind of a performance way mm-hmm. um that really makes it just the most magical place to work yeah mm-hmm. Wow, so sweet. Well, moving on a little bit, thinking about you, thinking about your life, who have been some role models for you in your life, someone who's made left like an impact on you that's made you the little oat that we all know and love. Yeah. I mean, I think this is kind of um, in character for me to keep talking about theater, but (laughs) I think for my life overall, um, I think that role model and that mentor and stuff definitely has to be my high school theater teacher, you know, slash director. Um, I think at times she bit off too much. She, she definitely like worked herself to the bone, but it was because she cared a lot about, you know, um, us having that experience and us having theater in our lives for the people who really wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a big thing that she taught me was that my, <clears throat> um, my attitude, my energy, and my work in the team matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think camp is a very similar thing. Um, and um, I think high schoolers are not used to hearing that or feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um, usually they're used to um, seeing that they could work on a group project or they could slack off and eventually people will figure it out and maybe their classmates will be pretty upset at, at them for kind of slacking off on the group project. But the classmates will have no choice but to just kind of figure it out, mm-hmm. um, buff up the slides or throw them under the bus. And then the teacher will be like, okay, you get an F. And that's it. You get an F. Um, mm-hmm. But working with my theater teacher and that director was the first time that I kind of got that wake up call that was like, if you don't do this, we get an F. Mm -hmm. If you slack on this, if you become the weak link, we get an F. And -hmm. so it's like, I care about this for you, for you getting this experience, but you are about to affect everyone's experience. If you are late to rehearsal, if you like, don't listen and don't take your notes and your role seriously, like we all get an F because if you look, you know, unprepared or are unprepared on stage, then everybody in the show, like that's the takeaway from the entire show. 
Um, so if one person kind of wrecks it or slacks off on their work, um, then the whole show looks sloppy. And mm -hmm. um, she instilled that even in like the backstage roles. Um, and part of it was, I think she was pretty um, particular about how things looked um, and sometimes maybe too particular. But I think um, if we're thinking about the pendulum swinging, uh, not particular enough and too chill to being too particular, um, I think that I absorbed enough of the super particularness, super mm -hmm. perfectionistness um, to take my work seriously, to take myself seriously, to try to do the best that I can and um, make others look good while I do it. Yeah. Oh, wow, very sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, Oates, it was such a joy to have you on the podcast Yay. this evening. Is there anything that we maybe haven't touched on that you'd like to share? Do you have any shout outs you want to give? <laughs> Well, I think it's super fun that you guys are doing this podcast. Um, so sort of shout out to you guys. Woo! Yay! Um, yeah. Yeah. And shout out to the um, rest of the staff for kind of pulling it all together and making spring like a really awesome season, one of the best seasons yet. Making sure that we're, um, you know, closing it out on week nine. Wow. Um, that's when this is being recorded is week nine. Yeah. Um, Last week of spring outdoor school. Yeah. <sighs> and making sure that it's a, you know, a really charming week and it has just as much energy as the other weeks and such. Um, so yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you so much, little yeah. oats. Yeah. With that, we will see you around. Yay. Well, that was petite little oat. Thank you for your magical smallness. All right, with that, we are going to welcome our next counselor on. This is a counselor that actually started with us last year, but has made quite the impact. So we would like to welcome none other than Eclipse. Yes, Yay. spicy boy. So Eclipse, why don't you introduce yourself for all the folks at home? Howdy, uh, my name is Eclipse. I've been a counselor for a little over, a little under a year. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just vibing. Cool. So how did you hear about camp? Uh, I actually came as a camper in my fifth grade class. Uh, there We came over for, I think, spring outdoor school. And I've been in love with camp ever since. Aww. How did you choose your camp name? Um, it was, I, I knew I wanted to do something with like space related, but I, I didn't figure it out until I was on the bus. And I just thought, hey, it's either Eclipse or Supernova. Let's go with Eclipse. Yeah, good thinking, because Supernova was taken. <gasps> um, if you could ever change your camp name, do you think you would? No, I think it's just, it's now my personality. Yeah, it grows on you. I kind of prefer that over my real name. Aww. <laughs> so throughout your time here at camp, you've been around camp for almost a year now. What is your thoughts on the bead economy here at camp? Oh, the bead economy is strong. There's many times where kids will ask for your bead and you just don't have enough. Uh, I've bought many beads just for this summer. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. For the people at home who maybe have never seen your bead, what does your bead look like? Um, or how do you or how do you earn your bead? Oh, how do you earn your bead? I want to go with how it looks like and then I'll tell you how to get it. it mm. It's just a very a very sparkly black bead that can fit around the string, but most people put it on a clip. Put it on a clips. Ah, ah, clever. Um, and how you get the bead is you go to a different counselor, not me, 
And if the kid asks, how do you get Eclipse's bead? The counselor will hopefully be like, well, the secret code is during an eclipse, the baby grass doesn't grow. Oh. Yeah, kind of mysterious. Very, very mysterious. Yeah. Kind of thinking about your history and thinking about your first week compared to your current week. And I know you're on a you're on a three-week streak right now. Whoa, <laughs> what what has changed the most about you since your first week? Like if you were to compare your first week at camp to the current week, what do you think has changed the most about you? Um, first off, I know a lot more and I'm a lot more confident in how I am as a counselor. Uh, I would, I would also say that I was mostly learning that first week because it had been over around eight years since I had been at camp. So it was just relearning the traditions, relearning everything. And then now that I'm back, I'm better than ever. This week, Eclipse is actually working as a staff intern. Yeah, so Eclipse, what has your experience as a staff intern been like? Oh, it's so fun. (laughs) Uh, Like, most people don't really like cleaning and doing all the chores. I'm kind of different. As long as I'm with people and I can talk to them, I don't mind doing whatever. Nice. Do you have any advice for counselors who have actually not come out to camp yet? This, as we're recording, this is the last week of our spring outdoor school, Whoa. but that means that summer and then fall outdoor school is right around the corner. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people who haven't come out yet who might be interested in coming out? It's 100% about timing. If mm-hmm. you just take your time and breathe, let yourself understand before you go out and work with the kids Mm. if you let yourself understand what it is you need to do you'll be on the right track oh words of wisdom Hmm. for (laughs) sure so thinking about all the time you spend at camp like we mentioned you're approaching almost a whole year um i know um what have been maybe some memories that have stood out for you throughout your time here at camp um i have many fun memories but there's there's one that will always stick out to me. And it was one of my kids, <laughs> one of my kids, he, during dinner one time, I forget what it was. I think it was pasta and broccoli. Uh, well, he got a, a giant thing of broccoli and he put mustard, ketchup, and I think Ooh. ranch and barbecue oh, I sauce remember on this. it. Yeah. Oh. It was, he ate it and he was like, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm going to go <laughs> use the restroom. So we got a group and he, like 10 minutes later, it comes back is like, I puked. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Um, and Woodchip has used that to stop people from getting sick by shoving <laughs> random foods together. Seriously, something about broccoli just brings the worst out in kids. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, changing gears a little bit. Who is a mentor or fellow counselor or staff member that you look up to? And what is something that they've taught you? Um, I think the biggest one that like really speaks to me has got to be a uh, little uh, oatmeal. Oats, uh, he's been there since day one. I've always been in his uh, exploration group, his group, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And every single time that I've come, he's been there supporting me, uh, helping me out with any challenges that I may have in my cabin. And he's also helped me a lot with just my... Uh, normal everyday stuff like 
he's he's really helpful and i think of him more as a friend than a mentor oh he's really nice and i love oats we love oats any fellow counselors that you really look up to or ones Uh, that you aspire to be more like maybe i think a few that i instantly think of when i think of like extremely helpful counselors has got to be uh water bear water bear is one of the most helpful people that I have ever been a part of. And at first I was like, okay, I can kind of get along with this person and this person's going to be sick. And now every time I see water bear, it's like hugs and like high fives, fist bumps. We talk for hours. <laughs> we play on Minecraft and do whatever <laughs> we want. That's great. Oh, that's super sweet. Well then Eclipse, is there anything you'd like to say that we haven't gotten around to yet? Or any final remarks? Any shout-outs? Well, obviously, shout-outs to uh, Petite Oats and Water Bear. Uh, And then something that hasn't been brought up is... I think just Camp Tamarack is such a freeing experience. And for those that haven't come or are going to uh, come in the future, it's, it's so worth it. I cannot stress enough how much I love this program and how much just it's helped me grow as a person i think we can all say that to an extent so thanks for sharing eclipse (laughs) yeah well everyone that was eclipse and oats thanks again to both of them for being a part of the podcast we're super thankful for all of the stories and knowledge they shared with us and we're super excited to see who will be on the podcast next week but with that this is episode four uh which you know what that means It can only get better from here. Yeah. Yeah.